All right, so I'm going to do a little update today and I'm going to review how I've done the problem solving for the events that are going to take place prior to Christ's second coming. And remember, what we're watching for, our blessed hope is the appearing of Jesus Christ. It's the appearing of our Lord and Savior. And his appearing, his um, great appearing is not particularly at our rapture, although, you know, that that's something we're looking for. But his great appearing will be when he has his triumphant return at his visible second coming when he comes to rule and reign the earth for a thousand years. So my method for working out the end time timeline is to use the book of Revelation as the primary source. And there's a lot of day counts in the book of Revelation. We know that the woman, the remnant of Israel, will be in the wilderness for 1,260 days. We know that the two witnesses will lie dead for three and a half days. We know that the uh, watchers or the angels, the bad angels from the bottomless pit will be able to torture people who aren't sealed for five months. So yesterday I was in a discussion with uh, my team and uh, I have a lot of people who are helping me. It, this is not a solo ministry, not anymore. I kind of started out by myself, but there's a lot of people who are involved in, in assisting me with this information. And I couldn't do what I do anymore without these people. And there's people who are my subscribers, people who have emailed me with their comments, their questions, their ideas. There's people in my home fellowship group who have helped with my thinking on this stuff. So I have a lot of help, which is really great. And I am so thankful for all the people all over the world who are contributing to this information. So this isn't just a solo <laughs> Brenda thing anymore. This is actually a group effort. So one of the people that I was in a discussion with yesterday said, uh, posed the question, so are the five months 150 days or how do we know how to calculate that? And that's an important question, and it was one that I assumed I knew the answer to. So in the past, what I've done was I just go, well, there's 30, 30 days to a month times five months is 150 days. And so that's how I came up with uh, November 30th as being the hard stop of the window for trumpets one through four and so on. So I've done a video that I'll leave posted that talks about this window of time. There's actually several windows of time when certain end time events will happen. We don't necessarily know exactly when they're gonna start. Like with trumpets one through four, we don't know exactly when those will happen, but we do know that the fifth trumpet is attached to a day count. It's attached to five months. So here's the question that we needed to answer here. <laughs> and I'm so thankful for all of you who were helping me on this, is that can we just say it's 150 days? And the answer to that is, well, we're not specifically given 150 days. We're given five months. And we know that not every month is 
30 days. Some months are 29 days, you know, and we're using the, the Hebrew calculations here for the timing of a month. And we know that the a new month will begin at the sighting of a new moon. Okay, that's when a, a month begins and it will end um, the day before the sighting of the next new moon. So we're, we're actually talking about phases of the moon here. We're not talking about days. So this is where we're making these little course corrections as we go, fine-tuning. Uh, we can look around us and see that we're, we're there. I mean, we're, we're there. All the events that I would be expecting to take place, including a war in Israel, including all nations getting mad at each other and preparing for World War III, which is a part of what that whole second seal thing is all about, taking peace from the earth, not just in terms of wars, but also in terms of internal strife, one group against another group and everything going violent. And especially as we look at some of the other seals where there's pestilence, there's famine, there's disease and death and so on, that we can expect even more violence to be taking place. And when you take peace from the earth, what you're doing is you're actually increasing the level of violence, even among people who wouldn't necessarily have even thought to be violent. Okay, so that's all part of that red horse rider and we can definitely see all of this on the horizon. The problem that, that I've been having, there's two of them. One is the war uh, in Israel has started. And what we're looking at, is, from my perspective right now, is we're looking at the beginning of the labor pains. We're not looking at exactly the, the huge travail of the woman when she's about to give birth to the male child. Okay, And that's the context there is in the midst of Israel um, being in in a huge amount of travail and nobody there to assist her. So we can see that a few more things kind of need to happen. It doesn't need to take a long time for these things to happen, but we're still waiting for certain things to get into position where what I believe is the Gog-Magog war is going to be that travail of the woman. So we're not there yet, but we are at the beginning birth pangs. So getting back to the fifth uh, trumpet and the date for that, what we're looking at here is five months before the day of the abomination of desolation, which is the sixth trumpet in Revelation. That's the same day. It's the sixth trumpet. It's also known as the second woe, okay? The sixth trumpet, second woe, lasts an hour on a single day. And this is also attached to the first destruction of the harlot system, okay, which is worldwide. It's, it's everywhere. And then when Christ returns right between the sixth and seventh bowl, Armageddon happens and also the final destruction of this present world system. So this present world system will exist in a sort of a raggedy form while the beast is reigning during his 42-month reign. So if the sixth trumpet is on the day of the abomination of desolation, and if Christ returns in 2027 on the day of atonement, and that's the feast day, according to Daniel, Daniel chapter 9, that's the feast day that Jesus will return on. And those groups of uh, 70 weeks of seven years, 
every one of those seven years begins on the Feast of Trumpets, because what we're looking at here is sabbatical years. We're not just counting random years from whenever the decree went forth, which happened in the spring of um, AD uh, 27. We're not just counting from the spring decree. We're actually going to go to when um, the people arrived in uh, Jerusalem to start rebuilding the city of Jerusalem. The beginning of the count would start on that uh, first uh, Feast of Trumpets once they returned. And we're, what we're looking at are sabbatical years. The reason why Judah was carried off into Babylon uh, why it was 70 years? It was one year for every sabbatical year that they didn't let the land rest. So we know we're looking at sabbatical years here. We're looking at 70 uh, sabbatical years. That's what the prophecy in Daniel is about. And so every one of those weeks of years is going to start on the Feast of Trumpets. It will end on the next Feast of Trumpets, except for in the year of Jubilee, when it begins on the Day of Atonement. And that last Jubilee, okay, the, the one that will end at the end of the 70th week of Daniel is when Christ returns on the Day of Atonement because we're entering into a Jubilee year. That's when you would start the next year. So we know we're looking at a Day of Atonement, second coming of Christ. And we know that there was going to be seven weeks of years plus 62 weeks of years until Messiah the Prince. Okay, so 483 years would elapse from that, the beginning of that first Shemitah year after, you know, they got, the decree was made that there would be 483 years until Messiah would come. And Messiah would come on the Feast of Trumpets in the year uh, 27 AD. So if you add 483 years to uh, 27 going into 26 BC, you'll end up at 27 AD for the first coming of Christ. And remember, they were expecting him on the Feast of Trumpets in that final 70th week of years. And that's when John the Baptist showed up and they thought maybe he was the Messiah because that's what they were expecting him on that day. Well, that was when the forerunner came. So John said, I'm not the Messiah, but he's coming. And then it was about 10 days later that uh, John the Baptist baptized Jesus in the Jordan on the Day of Atonement. So Jesus' baptism is connected with the Day of Atonement. Actually, most of the milestones in Jesus' life are either connected with the Day of Atonement or with Passover. Those are the two big days that are specifically connected with Jesus and him all by himself. Okay, There is no connection with believers, the church, the uh, sending of the Holy Spirit or any, anything like that. These are two feast days that belong to Jesus. One of the other things that we understand from how those uh, 70 weeks of years operate is that the feast days are still in play even at Christ's return. So we know that they're prophetic and that we can actually use them to calculate uh, when certain events will happen, specifically end time events in the book of Revelation. So what we do is we actually work the numbers backward. So if we were to start with the Day of Atonement and use that date from uh, in 2027, right around October 11th, we would subtract uh, 1,260 days 
in order to find out when the remnant of Israel needs to flee. And we know that's connected with the abomination of desolation, which is also connected with the sixth trumpet. Okay, all of these things happen on the same day. And we know the day count between this. It's 1,260 days. So this is the second woe. And before the second woe can start, the first woe has to be over. We actually read that in Revelation chapter 9. We're going to calculate five months here to get to the fifth trumpet. Okay. So if you do the um, every month has 30 days times five, you're going to get 150 days. And this date right here is April 29th to 30th, okay, of 2024. All right, if the second coming is in 2027. All right, so if we calculate 150 days uh, before this date right here, we end up on uh, November 30th of 2023. So this is where somebody said, well, are we calculating months like that? Are we, are we calculating the five months using a 30 days and 150 days? And that's where I went, I don't know. I think maybe, maybe we need to rethink that. If months begin at a new moon and they end at uh, the beginning of the next new moon, the month is going to be in a phase of the moon. And I was like, well, that sounds pretty brilliant to me. So let's check out the phase of the moon. So Right here on uh, April 30th going into May 1st, we're at the uh, last quarter of the moon, okay? So we have a last quarter moon. And if we subtract five last quarter moons, just go from one last quarter to the next one, to the next one, to the next one, do that five times, we actually end up on a different date, okay? So the five months here, if we're just using the uh, phase of the moon, so if we just use the phase of the moon, we're going to actually end up on December 5th of 2023. Here it's November 30th of 2023. Okay, and you go, well, why does that matter? Well, it matters because we have to have trumpets one through four before this date. Okay, and the date today is November 19th. Um, and I'm not sure exactly when this video will be put up. So we're looking at our change and rapture and so on taking place uh, before this date right here. This is the you know, it's kind of the latest date we can squeeze out using the phase of the moon. And so we're actually working with uh, two, two ways to calculate that, right? Whether we're using days, just using a 30-day month, or we're actually using the phases of the moon. And to be more accurate, I think the phases of the moon is the more accurate approach. What that means then is that trumpets one through four have to take place before the fifth trumpet. And we know that the trumpets one through four are going to take place on the day that we're raptured. Okay. Which is our eighth day. 
Okay, remember the male child has eight days. The male child is born, that is we're changed, and then we count eight days and that's when um, we're brought into heaven, okay? So all this happens on the same day, trumpets one through four on our rapture. So if we're working backward from November 30th, that would mean that our change would have to take place this week sometime around November uh, 22nd to 23rd, okay? If we're using the phase of the moon date for a rapture, then that would take us with the change being on November 27th, which by the way is a full moon, and our rapture then would be on December 4th, okay? And that's if the fifth trumpet is right here on December 5th, and we're saying that we're going to be raptured the day before this happens. However, I'm going to do a video on this. I think trumpets 1 through 5 may be part of the same event. There is an event that takes place, and it has multiple aspects to it. So there's like four or five different aspects in this kind of one event thing that are all connected that may all happen on the same day. So it's possible that trumpets one through four may take place on the same day here, which if we're using um, phases of the moon would, would then be December 5th. And I think there is actually reason to believe that which would then make our change on the 28th. Okay, so I'm just showing you my math here. I'm showing you how I'm working this investigation. And, you know, it's really great to be able to get some outside of the box thinking that comes from other people. So uh, bottom line here is this. I still think it's very possible that our change in rapture uh, can happen this year, 2023. If we're going by the phase of the moon, the fifth trumpet won't be until December 5th. And this is all plus or minus 24 hours too. And what that means is then our change would take place sometime between November 27th, 28th, over a full moon, which is interesting because Tabernacles of, uh, is actually over a full moon. Not that this is the Feast of Tabernacles here, it's not, but it is a full moon. So that's kind of interesting that this would play out again. And then our rapture would be eight days later, which could actually go all the way up to December 5th. So this is sort of how I'm working in the math for this investigation right now. I'm going to leave a link to uh, a video that talks about the crucifixion of Christ being in AD 31. Um, according to Chinese records, this is absolutely fascinating. And uh, a brother, I think it was at End Time Productions, just put up this really short video yesterday. And I looked at it and I went, this is amazing. This really does confirm Christ appearing uh, in 27 AD and then his crucifixion happening in 31 AD. Now I know a lot of people are really kind of got their hearts set on a crucifixion that happened in 2030, but the evidence is pointing to 2031. And 
that means that Jesus would have begun his ministry, his first coming in the year 27 AD. And if you just add 2000 years, you're going to get his second coming in 2027 AD. And to me, this all is mathematically, it's all very, very pretty. <laughs> it all seems to work really nicely. So the birth of a child, you never know exactly when the child is going to be born. There's, there's always wiggle room with the birth of a child. The earliest that that would have been, in, in my understanding of all this stuff, would have been over the Feast of Tabernacles this year in 2023. And it was at that last day of the Feast of Tabernacles on October 7th that Israel was attacked. And like I'd been saying before, there's no rapture until you have a war in Israel. So that's the beginning of the birth pains that we're looking at happening in Israel right now. This is just going to keep escalating. Okay, and there may be a little break here and there, just like in a natural, normal labor. Uh, when a woman is, is in labor, there's these little breaks. And then there comes a time when the big stuff happens, and it's in the context of the really big stuff, which I think is the Gog Magog War of Ezekiel 38, that the child is born. Okay, the child is born, and then we have eight days. Okay, and then we'll be... Uh, presented to God, brought into heaven, raptured, taken into heaven, caught up to God and to his throne, where we then begin our eighth day ministry, just like Aaron began his ministry on the eighth day. And that's when we actually start to pray and intercede for the saints on earth. That's when the angel takes those bowls of intercession that we read about in Revelation 5. We see him in Revelation 8 then taking those bowls and adding more incense to them on the altar, throws it all to the earth. There's an earthquake. And then trumpets one through four happen. And it's very possible that the fifth trumpet may happen on that very same day. They all seem to be connected. Okay. So anyway, I just thought I would put this video out and let me know what you think in the comments section. And we'll see you on another video. Till then, have a blessed day.